I'm gonna drink both of these glasses of water before we start. No, you're not. Hold on. I did it. That was two glasses you of water. Reminded me of that new Joe Rogan. Uh, he talks about that kids not being able to drink water. Not being able to drink water. Yeah, he's like. He has he, he brings it up a couple of times, but it's pretty funny. In and his stand up? Like, yeah, it was pretty funny. Like they drink it like I was just was there, like he's exasperated. Like, they don't even understand how to drink water when you're a kid. Yeah. Well you just get so thirsty when you're a kid. Yep. Your button what what did you just say? Your button popped off your pants? Yeah, my button popped off my pants today. Like I was undoing my fly. And the button flew off? To urinate. And I grabbed it wrong, or maybe too aggressively. <laughs> the button. And it popped right off. Thanks for the clarity. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't grab it too aggressively. But the button popped off. And put it in my I put it in my pocket so I can sew it back on later. It didn't shoot off into the toilet, did it? No. Well, like, it, it didn't, like, come off, come off, but it... It was like on the end of the string. And so I was like, oh, shoot, I better get that before it falls into the urinal. And I did. Dang. Dang. Hey, guys, welcome to Culture Jack. You're here with Dustin and Anthony. Today, we are diving into Fallout. We're going to be talking about the whole series. So take this opportunity. If you guys haven't subscribed yet, hit that button. And don't forget to share it. So grab your headphones, you're about to get jacked. All right, guys, so we're going to be diving into the Fallout series. But before we do that, Dustin has searched... High and low. Stop it, man. Has gone into the deep web. That's that number 11 tab that not many of us go to. But he went there. He stayed there and he retrieved this fine gem for us. Go. Jesus. Okay. All right. Uh, so this article that I found uh, was from the Washington Post. Uh, the title is He Trained a Pug. To do a Nazi salute for a YouTube video. Now he's been fined for a hate crime. Have you heard of this? Have you heard of this guy? Nope. Okay, so this guy's name's Mark Meacham. Uh, he's a Scottish dude, and he he threw a video up on on YouTube. And I'm gonna I'm gonna read some quotes from this in my uh, best Scottish accent that I can muster here. My girlfriend is always ranting and raving about how cute and adorable her wee pug is, and so. I thought I would turn him into the least cute thing I could think of, which is a Nazi. Is that all right? Yeah, is it good? Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so he, uh, the dog, the dog, the pug's name was Buddha, and he, you know, proceeded to ask, uh, you know, in the cutest voice that he got, "Hey, Buddha, do you want to, do you want to gas the Jews?" You know, and he got him, got him sitting down watching, watching Hitler on YouTube and and uh, doing all these other things. Uh, so the video had been up for a little bit and then of course, uh, Jewish leaders, uh, they, they said, this is a terrible video. It's, 
It's uh, spreading, you know, hate, hate, and, and that hate is acceptable against Jewish people. It's very anti-Semitic. And then, you know, uh, satirists are saying, hey, man, it's a joke. Um, so eventually, though, he was fined. And after he, he it went through court, he ended up being fined 800 pounds, about $1,100. And uh, like I said, a lot of people are comparing it to like 1984, restriction of free speech, that sort of thing. Um, so, yeah, that's I mean, that's basically where we where we are today. The guy has already said that he's not going to pay the fine. So most likely he's going to be brought back to court again and get find a heavier fine. And eventually, if this keeps up, he will eventually go to jail uh, for making this joke. So if I understand you right, he is fine for the joke then, right? Or he's fine for... For a hate crime, or for, what is his fine actually for? So let's see. The um, uh, so on Monday, uh, sheriff gave him a fine and a stiff lecture, saying the video was anti-Semitic and racist, and he was found guilty of a hate crime, hate crime under the Communications Act. So apparently, it's a, a an act over there in the UK or something. Okay, so it's like an official thing. It isn't. Yeah, it doesn't sound like a like a generic or a blanketed. Uh, thing it sounds semi-legitimate i guess whatever so what is your what what is your question what is my question well my question is do you agree that he should have been fined 1100 bucks or do you think though as in poor taste it may have been no crime has been committed what what is your what's your take um i you know i haven't seen the video so well, let me show it to you, and then we can we can come back to the episode here. Which is a Nazi? Do I gas the Jews? Do I gas the Jews? Do I gas the Jews? Zikael. Zikael. So anyway, that's the. <laughs> That's the video. Um, so what do you think? Was the fine right? Was the fine, fine not right? I mean, rights only as far as the laws interpreted by the governments that we install into power. But right, or, from your perspective. Yeah, and there's two sides to, two sides to the story. Uh, I personally am not a fan of that video. I, I get what he was trying to do, but just like any comedian, just like any... Uh, anything at all i think that making a choice before putting something out public out in the public eye is uh, a choice that was poorly made on his part man i, I i'm going to say that it shouldn't have been it shouldn't have been put out there i'm going to well that's not the question though oh the should he have been the fine the question is whether you think the fine is appropriate in this case, um, I don't know that I, I don't know their laws. I don't know what you know. We'd have to look up the laws. Well, I'm not talking about the, laws because we could talk all well, day about unjust laws. Yeah, but laws. that's that's what what is directly incorporated with the fine itself is what is the actual law? What is he actually in breach of? Is it just the the fact that he put that up there? I I think that yeah. I mean, he should not have sat there and said. Uh, the thing about gassing the the Jewish people, I think that's wrong. So you, I don't you, think that's funny in any ag- degree. You agree with the eleven hundred dollar fine 
that this guy had for making a uh, a joke, albeit in poor taste, but a joke. Uh, well, the, the joke. I don't see it as a joke, so I, I'm not. I'm not saying it's a joke. I mean, to, to each their own. I mean, I, I do agree with uh, free communication, so forth and so on, but that doesn't give me the right to sit there and and talk ill about any other race or anything. I, I think there is a limitation, and I think he breached that limitation with uh, with that, uh, whether it's a joke or not. I think he. I think he definitely breached. Uh, what I think he was trying to go for. I support the uh, creativity. I support uh, the the thought, but I think the execution was done very poorly. Um, I, I don't think it was put up uh, to where it could have been taken in uh, a joking manner because just watching it, it's like, what the hell is this? This is just some guy screwing with a pug. Right. And then all of a sudden it's cutting to, to Hitler things. And he's, you know, I, I get where, I guess I can, I can, kind of get where he was trying to go with it but i i think it's inappropriate i i I do and and with that he should have censored himself to some degree um so because did we all regardless of whether i like it or not um and to be honest whether you like it or not or whoever dude we we all have to censor ourselves to some degree we can't walk around just saying shit that we that you may or may not want to say just to fucking say it so but there's a there's a a line right so you say he's crossed the line mm-hmm. he deserved that fine that he got no uh, i'm not saying that now now you're trying to coerce what it, I'm it sounds I, like that you I agree with the fine it, you said you agreed with the fine you agreed you, that he got the you, fine you right coercing me into the fine uh, i don't know about the fine i can't <laughs> speak to it without knowing what the law actually reads i know but whether or not you agree with that law, you agree with the the fine, you agree. With, I don't agree with the law. Okay, the, so the, the law the law says that if you make a joke about a, a Nazi pug, you get fined eleven hundred dollars. It doesn't say that. Well, but that's what happened. So it must say something akin to that, right? Well, right, but I I would have to a see the law. No, it may have been more or less about him, you know, quite, sitting there saying, "Do you want the Jews gassed?" To a pug, he wasn't talking well, to well, a, a rally. Well, 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 right. But why? The, why was? Why would he advertise it? And then he got three million views. Because it's a joke. It's a bad joke. I, I don't know. What are you? What is your <laughs> thoughts on it? Well, obviously the opposite of yours. Uh-huh. I I think that it's ridiculous. This man was levied a fine for making a joke. I think the the if it's an inappropriate joke, if it's you know. We've said some pretty inappropriate things on this podcast, and if, not to not to that level. Dude. But what not is that? But that. what is that level? It's it's beauty is in the eye of the beholder. The joke's only as funny no, as the people listening. No, you're stretching. It's, no, you're stretching I'm not. It. You are so stretching. You think it. you think that? Oh. Yeah, yeah. No, I think I think you're stretching it. I think you I think, think so. yeah. I think you're really really stretching. You're really stretching that out because we on this podcast are not uh we have not gone on the lines of any kind of hate anything i mean you can walk away and be like oh their opinions sucked uh <laughs> which they, they don't which they don't but i i mean the, the worst thing that they could say is your opinion sucks uh maybe we drop too much profanity at times um but we have not attacked any religion we haven't t- attacked race we haven't t- uh, attacked any genders we haven't attacked anything at all uh to this point who knows what the future holds 
hearing you trying to he's trying to stand up for this guy. We may we look, may, we're gonna, we're we gonna be, be we're gonna be riding that edge, I know, man. I know. I don't. You don't have an edge because so, okay, you're sitting there right, trying to say that. All right. So maybe just not, say what you want. Maybe not our podcast, but would you say some of the things that a show like South Park? And I know you don't like South Park. Would be to the point where they you keep, should get you, fired. You I'm just laying no, I'm it. Just... You're you're making my opinions like you're you're transforming my I, shit without me. Hey, even saying look, anything. I'm just okay, taking so, the next okay, logical oh, step. Okay, okay, so Maybe. you're saying okay. okay, so you're saying South Park and, and right. Uh, they would made I, Nazi jokes. I'm I'm not uh, I'm not up uh, up on. I'm not very up to speed with. Something, I, I know but, you. Last time you um, saw it was no, 20 I know, years ago. no, it was it's it's been a while. But uh, so 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 let me let me put that into perspective a little bit okay. though. Okay, so South Park started. and They got in a shitload of trouble. I know you know that. Oh sure, right. Um, but they built into that. Now, does that allow for them to do that? Not really. I I, I that's the reason. One of the reasons I don't like the show. Mm-hmm. Not so much that they're saying all this stuff is that I don't care for their taste and humor, which gotcha. is fine. Yeah. Um, and, and I'm cool with that. Um, however, they have built a venue, uh, and have their ways of doing that. Right? Is that different? I think that is different. I I think that they are able to uh, get away with that humor because you know what you're getting into. Uh, There's obviously ratings. You know what the rating is, and you know what to expect with South Park. You will not, and no one will, can defend South Park and be like, I thought it was going to be just like uh, Teletubbies or just like, you know, this show. No no shit, dude. You go to an R-rated movie. You're not going to an R-rated movie expecting to watch a G movie. I, wait, I just want to bring up the point that in the last couple episodes, maybe a couple episodes ago, you brought up Teletubbies as well. You need to modernize your children's I know, television watching. I, I know. But but so I, I uh, not to defend South Park or to go against South Park, um, that is a venue that they've built, okay? To come out of left field, especially in that case, um, and, and to go to the degree, you know, and, and it's hard. I mean, I get it. I mean, like I said, I'm on both sides for his his deal. I personally, I think it was just a jackass move. I don't know the guy. Mm-hmm. I can't speak on his behalf. I'm not going to talk ill of the guy because I, I really have no clue what his backstory is. I don't know what his channel's about. I don't know any of that. I don't know if if it was a legitimate joke gone wrong. Again, that's where you have to censor yourself. It, and in, in my mind, especially being a self-produced individual, which I'm assuming he is, right? Oh, I'm sure he I, probably. I guess probably his most Maybe not at this video. point. Maybe he's got enough notoriety now that someone's sponsored so, him or something. Right, like or, or whatever it may be. Um, but being a creator of any kind, obviously this dude, it looked like from that brief clip, he had a whole bunch of videos and stuff up there. Dude, you still got to censor yourself or have someone come in and say, hey, bro, kind of weird. Or, 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 dude, you're stepping, you're stepping past that line or else where's the morals? Because there's a lot of, I mean, and actually I won't even say what I want See, I won't even say what I want to say because I, I might cross a line. So, look, look, look. This is where I think it's it's pretty interesting because, yes, you need to censor yourself. I mean, you only need to censor yourself as far as 
we don't want to turn a lot of people off of Culture Jack, right? So we're not going to no. say some grossly offensive things. I mean, that's not the only reason we're not going to. But even if we were to, the punishment in and of itself would be like, holy cow, these guys are grossly offensive. We're not going to listen to them anymore. Mm-hmm. Should the, the punishment for a speech of some kind be considered, uh, you know, as a fine? It should be considered as jail time. For what you are saying, I I guess it unless it's not like if it's like openly like you're you're making a, a threat, you know, or you're oh yeah, well like, yeah, like if you, if we were sitting here threatening people, we're, then we're yes, talking or plotting about a, terrorist or activities, oh yeah, yes, no, that's anything crazy like that, shit. yeah, that's that's like wow, right, yelling uh, fire in a theater, bombing an airport, whoa, stuff yeah, like yeah, that, yeah, right? that's that's like way out of way out of. Uh, uh, then you're just handing shit over. I mean, right. and that's extremely inappropriate. Um, but it, it, there was I, a line, though. You think? Yeah. Well, I think there is. I, th- I I think there's that. To me, I mean, like personally, you, you should have some morals. You should, you know, you should have that that uh, that part inside of you that's like, hey, you know what? I'm not going to talk about these certain things. Now, if you're setting up a joke, you're a comedian, or you're you, want to do that funny that funny thing you still need to consider that that's like creating a video itself or or creating a podcast you and i come up with ideas all the time right that's a a part of our process now if we fuck that up and we have uh, (laughs) (laughs) never not uh, once right uh but but if we if we do um or doesn't sound right or doesn't come out right then we cut it off and, and it never sees the the daylight. So I think in this case, that's what that guy should have been. And, and I think even in our case, if we come up some, with something that becomes a little edgy for us, then we need to censor that. I absolutely. Do I think that if we were sitting here throwing uh, derogatory terms or... or uh, talking shit or, or or being we're always talking shit. Well, though, we're baby. always talking shit, but if we if we were talking shit about a a uh a horrible event that happened in history or some kind of anti-semitic or or gender thing or whatever, um I think that yeah, we, we probably should be fine if we're if we're found that offensive. Mm. I I I do because I think that if we if we can't keep ourselves under wrap now there is a line there right there is there is you think there is I don't think there is I don't think there's a, a line well no we there's should. I mean there is literally no line I mean don't 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 misinterpret what I'm saying I'm like we could say whatever the hell we want actually no we can't because iTunes terms of service right yeah. so we're gonna be punished so we we're we, gonna we be agree. punished on that private agreed, platform right but we agreed to it right so we're gonna be punished on that private platform by them removing us from the platform right right I don't think a government should step in and say you said this you are going to be fined you are going to be jailed I don't think, and that's just you know. We're but but what changes? It, but, but let me ask you this then: What changes that from us saying it here, uh, which we could have listeners of that race, of that gender, that they find it not only just inappropriate, but they find it highly offensive, and it does it it, it bothers them from us saying it on a podcast to uh, then you saying it to a person. Well, well, I think people have not only the right to say what they're going to say, but they have the right to be offended too, right? I mean, that's you, if you right, offend you, someone, there's no... But there's do, you think, do you think that no we should just harm. be able to say whatever we want to say and be, and it should just be okay? 
Well, I'm not saying that it should be okay. And his comments may not have been okay. But I think there are inherent things like he's going to lose listeners or people that matter or he's going to get kicked off of the platform if it's identified as hate speech because most mm-hmm. of the platforms have some uh, amendment like that in their, in their TOS. But I don't think that unless it's inciting violence, unless it is uh, committing one of those acts that we were talking about earlier, I don't think it should be considered a crime. But hate crimes are one of those crimes. Right. Yeah. Hate and so hate crimes. I I think if I were to <laughs> if I were to humanize a law, I would say their heart is in the right place. Right. They 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 want to prevent a uh, a crime, especially against this uh, uh, section of the populace. But I would say, once you start policing uh, that kind of thing, you get into thought crime, and that's. A really weird kind of well, nebulous not necess- area. Well, well, not necessarily. I mean, it's just protected classes yeah. and so forth. You go into ADA, you go into really just protected classes, and if you keep on that that surface level without trying to uh, either go into some weird web or go into some weird uh, way around that, I mean, you stick to the protected classes and 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 what is okay and what isn't, I mean, I, I think you'd be okay. But let me, uh, let's take this as a topic for a future episode. That, no, that was a lot of fun. Thanks yeah. for participating in that yeah. kind of thought experiment that yeah. it turned into. Yeah, so we'll, uh, we'll, not necessarily this story, I would say, but this idea, I think, warrants its own episode. Yeah, we're because like, it's a, it's, it's, it's we're a almost good, to the half hour, right, 20 minutes. So it's a good, it's a good topic. All right, so let's dive into Fallout, and we're just talking about the whole uh, the series as a whole. This is this is the game, of course. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're just going to talk about it as just the the big production it's become, what we've thought about the past games, and what we're hopeful for in the future. Yeah. Right, and this is you know obviously uh, Fallout seventy six is coming out, so that's that's cool. We'll get to that, I guess. Yeah. Right? I'm going to play um, it. So, let's just dive into Fallout. The original yeah. dropped in 97, was on the good old PC. Did you play the original? I did. I never played the yeah, original. I, My first was three. I played uh, part one, part two. Part two came out, uh, I believe it was 98. But they, they changed dramatically from oh, yeah, two yeah, to oh, yeah. three, right? Yeah. Two, oh, two to three. Oh, yeah. Way different. I mean, well... The idea in what was cool for me about it was uh, I played one and two when I was playing a lot of like Command and Conquer Mm -hmm. and all of that. So it was enjoyable. And then I didn't play it when it came out in 97 and 98. I played it in the turn of the 2000s. So it had already been out. I saw it on the shelf. That was back when PC games were in the big boxes at the department (laughs) store. And I was like, holy shit. So I bought one. And then naturally that, that. I got StarCraft Bru- in one of those me. big Yeah, boxes. I did. I yeah. did too. Yeah, remember though? Yeah. Big ass box on a shelf. You're like, woo. It was kind of unique. I don't buy computer games anymore, so I don't even know but, what they look like. Yeah. You just buy them on Steam now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You don't pretty, even... pretty much or just online. But uh, so went and got them. Um, had a blast with them because it was whatever that view is. Like when you're way up in the air, you're like a little cartoon looking dude. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Like the classic, you know, like Command and Conquer. That's exactly yeah. what yeah, it yeah. was. And for me, it was like Command and Conquer's out. I was like, this is a crazy game. <laughs> um, 
yeah, so 2008 Part 3 came out with the Xbox. Which Xbox was it? Must have been 360. Yeah, so the 360. Must have been 360. uh, It rolled into there, and then it was a game changer, because then you were going first person, right? Yeah, it went first person. Well, and then you could could switch the view to third person over the shoulder. Right. But I played first person. But you were a hell of a lot more... engaged and it wasn't as like Diablo style because that's really what the one and two was like Diablo style. So I think I've seen gameplay of one and two, but it was it was more of like a turn based thing, like a lot of it, right? You know, you're gonna you're gonna use your turn to move this many steps and make this attack. Or is that another no. game I'm thinking of? I don't think so. It was well, just they a did they did have. Kind of I think thing. you're talking about like uh, Fallout Tactics. Oh, maybe that was I a am. sub yeah, game yeah, yeah. that they did. Um, but the regular Fallout, uh, no, you were just like this little tiny dude, and you run around. Did the did Fallout One or Two have uh, the VAT system in it, or was that new? To I can't Fallout recall, 3? dude. In fact, I found the discs. I still have for some reason. I still have the discs. They're like twenty years old now, or whatever. I bought. I bought eighteen years old for Christmas when Fallout Four uh, came out. They had the the little mini nuke. Yeah, yeah, I was looking at that. Uh, I got that for for Tom. Because mm-hmm. he's a huge uh, Fallout mm-hmm. fan, and and so uh, when Fallout Four was released, I was like, "Man, I'm gonna get this guy the the mini mm-hmm. nuke," and I did. So I don't know if he played it or not, but it was kind of a cool I, little package. Well, yeah, and I was actually thinking about this when we were we were uh, discussing this. I was like, you know, I wouldn't mind playing, but I don't think the disc. To be honest, I'm not gonna put the disc in my computer because that's like ten Microsoft versions old, and I don't think it'll work. But I would yeah. assume like somebody has it for an up for a new console. Oh or a new... shoot, man! It's probably like you could download it like a ROM or something like an emulator, right? Yeah, cause I would. I don't know. We're gonna find out though. <laughs> uh, just for the sake of why not, right? Why the hell not? Dive back into the old school because there's nuggets and fun stuff that you always kind of find in that. I, or, I, I I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna do it though. So not to uh, incriminate, but. Well, I won't even say it. Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) Great. Wow. Uh, So, yeah, Fallout 3 came out huge. What a game. Uh, You know, what a game. It was my first foray into into Fallout, and it was was pretty amazing. Um, Maybe not. You know what's funny, though, about it is, and as we were just talking about it, it is the same thing that Grand Theft Auto did. You know, because Grand Theft Auto, the original, a lot of people don't know. That it was this like top down, top down two D freaking j- jumping in cars like you, it really wasn't what people know of Grand Theft Auto, but it's the same thing as for Fallout. Did where you it's like play this... GTA? Yeah. Okay, I I started on GTA two. Yeah, actually, uh, a buddy of mine, in which I won't name him, but uh, uh, you knew him. Um, he always played it. Like always played it every time I'd go to his house. I was like, good God, man! <laughs> Are you and then they practicing played, to and be then a they criminal? Played, and then they played uh, the Grand Theft Auto London or whatever it was, which is still the top down. Uh-huh. And then we played. That's where I played it. And You'd it, and run over think, pedestrians. Yeah, and I didn't think blood, much of it. It was tire just, streaks. Yeah, I just it was just whatever. And then of course, Grand Theft Auto came out for. Uh, Actually, that's a whole different episode. Why the hell are we, yeah. <laughs> we were going on a bird walk there? This that's whole, actually a good. This whole episode I know, has we're been just, just drifting, the, drifting. Yeah, 
Um, well, so you so, thought you were tuning in for something organized, but uh, this is right. This is kind of a dumpster fire here today. <laughs> it is, it's spreading. It it's is. spreading, and the building's going to catch here soon. Um, back to Fallout. So Fallout Three dropped two thousand eight with the console. It's first run on console, right? Okay. Um, well, that that was when the IP transferred hands to Bethesda, right? It was someone else before it was Bethesda, I believe. Because I think, I know Fallout 3 was Bethesda, and then it was still, I, I think it was produced by Bethesda, and then published yeah. by Obsidian, or vice versa, for Fallout New Vegas. But I think between 2 and 3, it changed hands. It did. It was uh, Interplay. Interplay. Okay, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Uh, closed Black Isle Studios. Yeah, so it was Interplay and those guys uh, previous to. So what a what a, what a a great buy, and then brilliant uh, transition to a different game with the same property. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Very, very... Well, they updated the IP is what they did. They sure. said, hey, you know what? Here's a good opportunity. You know, we did this thing with uh, 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 Elder Scrolls. Mm-hmm. Let's uh, let's try it out. And I guarantee that's what their thought was. You know what? This Elder Scroll thing, this, this medieval deal. Because Elder Scrolls, even before it became uh, what we saw was was a building property as mm-hmm. well. So Bethesda, I mean, they these the, those guys really ran with it. So, um, do you follow, have, oh, oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Uh, do you have any uh, specific memories from Fallout 3, either in the way that it made you feel at certain sections or certain surprises that caught you off guard or, um, you know, events that took place in that game that you were like, wow. Yeah, well, at the time, I mean... I, I remember a lot of big things, uh, not 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 specific, but I remember uh, being excited for it because I was I was semi familiar with it. I was unsure of what it was um, coming out, but it was like, man, this is going to be awesome. I remember getting it and playing it all night and being like, holy shit, this is so wicked. Um, the VAT system was really cool. Uh, there there was just I was overwhelmed at this at the time with just how. How well those guys executed the game. I really was. Uh, I got the DLC. Wasn't too happy about because they did Operation Anchorage, mm-hmm. and I was stoked, and I bought it, and I downloaded the night of, and I'm like, "Woo! This is crazy!" And this is where I'm it from. was crazy because there was no Anchorage. It wasn't Anchorage. No, it was this. They showed a city way off in the distance, and there was this camp and all this other bullshit. It was like, this sucks. <laughs> Uh, they didn't but even... you did get special power armor, and you did get some special guns and shit. But it was just like they did, <laughs> like when they're researching games, and they send send uh, you know their their uh, design artists out to the locations to take actual pictures. They said we're going to do Operation Anchorage. Who wants to go? And everyone was like, eh, I'm busy that weekend. That's when they just googled it. Yeah, they're like, oh, this Anchorage, is... oh, we got it. This is this is simple. <laughs> Winter all the time. They'd probably had a tent or two. Yeah. Done. I didn't play that DLC or the other one, the Alien one. Fallout Three was my my first foray into uh, into the Fallout genre or the Fallout franchise, I guess. And up until that point, I was pretty consistently beating video games. Like when I was uh, little, you know, I beat Joe and Mac. I beat Twisted Metal Two. I beat Aladdin. I beat uh, Soul Reaver. I, I beat all these games. Fallout uh, 3 came out. I played Fallout 3. 
and I didn't beat it. I still, to this day, have not beaten Fallout 3. Um, and I think that was the beginning of my transition into not beating any of the games that I have. So, Fallout 3 being what it is, I mean, that, that, that was such a fantastic game. So, two years later, uh, Fallout New Vegas drops. So, 2010. Um, obviously it was on the same engine. The best Fallout of all the Fallouts so far. <laughs> so same engine, uh, reskin, badass story. Um, very cool. What did you think of Vegas? I loved it. It was, it was like I said, it's the best Fallout game that Crazy. there has been. You know, save, I haven't played one and two, but I don't think they're going to be better than New Vegas. New Vegas was so expansive. The companions were so varied. Uh, there was like seven to nine different endings. I only got one of the endings. I think I got the NCR ending. Um, but it was awesome, man. I mean, the variety and dialogue and option choices. And it's one uh, that I was constantly wandering through the Mojave Desert. And I would talk to a person or a person would get killed or I would kill a person and it'd be like, you failed this mission because that person was important. Right. You, you fool. You failed this mission uh, because you chose this person over this person. You achieved this mission, but you failed these yeah, two missions. Yeah. And so I thought, wow, what a cool kind of web that they they wove. That I it, what incredible play, replayability that I could go back and do this again and again. And we'll talk about it in Fallout Four. They lost a lot of that, uh, and I don't think they had as much of that in Fallout Three. Fallout Three. Their first, their first uh, tromp into that, into that kind of game, felt kind of empty, compared to New Vegas, which I felt like had a lot to do. What did, what did you think about New Vegas? No, I enjoy, I, I enjoyed New Vegas a lot, just uh, simply because, you know, Fallout only being two years apart, uh, it gave you Vegas, man. You mm -hmm. know, it gave you this thing, uh, Mr. House. Mr. House. It gave you a lot of options, a lot of really cool options, a lot of new houses, and a lot of new places to get into. Um, you had a hell of a time crossing the freaking desert because of those, uh, those, uh, what the hell are those things called? Death claws. Death claws. God. Well, you, well I remember endless hours, and then finally. Finding the way up that right side, if I remember correctly, right side, and then you go up the little mountain, and then you've got the super mutants up there, and then you can go up to the little radio tower. Holy cow, man. You didn't follow the, the right course of the game. You were supposed to head south first, go to that little town. Oh, no. Eventually, I did, but I was, dude, I was an anxious wanderer, man. I was like, I'm, like I'm, there's Vegas. I'm, I'm going, going. I'm going across this vast land. Well, the, and you cannot outrun a, you can't outrun a death cloud, dude. Well, and then like, if you went up the left side to try and get to Vegas, too, there were those, uh, the, I think they're called Cazadors, the, the like moth butterfly things yeah. that they killed they, you because they poisoned you. And. Yeah. So and then they, they they were brutal too, dude. Good game design though. They really didn't want you to go to Vegas right away. They no, wanted you no, to take they that didn't. South no, they didn't believe me because I remember I remember uh, once I was I was wandering around the the starting areas and all that stuff, collecting and, and building my thing up, and then I found that that little area that run, which is the direct run to Vegas, and I was like. Oh shit! <laughs> Off I, I go, it. yeah. And I'm tromping along. I was, you know, killing some stuff on the uh, in route, and then Deathclaw got me. And then I was like, "What? Well, let me try it again." Deathclaw got me again. 
Try to get death. Wait, so did you? So you went up. You talked to the super mutant with the radio station. You went up the hill that did their little. Oh, that was after I was just trying. Oh, I was trying to uh, (laughs) get past the. Well, it's nice because a game like that, outside of the border of the map, there were no invisible walls. It wasn't like you know this area is blocked. Yeah, you run into a. Yeah, you run into. Sorry, wait till you're on level twelve to come by here. No, no, no. It's just like you're not powerful enough to. To do to, this to, yet, to take down yeah. a death claw, yeah. So, uh, but it was a really fun game. Um, their storing tell their storytelling was definitely more immersive than than part three. Uh, part three was fun in my mind just because of the adventure. It's new. It's an adventure. Uh, Vegas had a very cool, intricate story of all these different things that you did get to choose from, which was cool. Um, coming out after that, of course was a uh, dual, kind of a dual deal, but what came out first was Fallout Shelter. Oh, yeah, 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 I forgot about that one. Um, for your phone, which was by far, we don't have, we won't go into detail, but that was the best E3 announcement of all time. It was really good, It's because no one like did Todd that. Todd Howard just came out and just said, hey guys, we're going to do Fallout 4, and everybody's like, What? And by the way, tonight, yeah. get a little bit of Fallout Chapter because it's free, boys. Why did you make Todd Howard so country western? Because it would be cool if he was. It was like, Yee-haw! We <laughs> hey got some Fallout for you here. Uh, right. Uh, but that was ridiculous. Like, dude, that was just like mind blowing. Fallout Shelter drops. Of course, uh, I downloaded that shit immediately. Well, <laughs> and, and ever since that announcement. Every other developer, every other publisher at E3 is doing that same thing every year. They're like, well, we've got the new Call of Duty coming out, uh, Call of Duty Black Ops 4, but hey, check it out. Today, all of the DLC maps for Call of Duty Black Ops 3 are available immediately for free. And so everyone goes goes wild, but it, it, it's lost some of that same appeal because... Bethesda and and Todd well, Howard dude, they first. built a whole, but they also like they built this thing, and it's still to this day, uh, three years later, going into four years later, they're still giving a lot of updates. The game has changed dramatically. I got to get back into yeah. it because I haven't played it since. 15. Oh, it is still a blast. They added, you can actually go into adventures. You can actually go do all this different stuff. It's way bigger, way better than what it ever was. Uh, from any gaming company, Fallout especially, and it was relevant to Fallout. It wasn't like this like weird thing that had the name and had like one thing with it, dude. No, you're this is shelter building, shelter building. You're gonna go out. You can equip your little dudes with different armors and different guns. All of it's relevant to the the Fallout world. So, um, genius. I mean, like to me, one of the smartest. Uh, Gosh dang, ever. man! You're truly yeah. fawning over this yeah. game. You like that one? Well, no, it wasn't the game. Well, it was the game. I mean, the game was well done, but like, I don't know how you could do better than that at this time, as far as dropping. Hey, we got this badass game coming. Plus, here you go, boys and girls. Yeah, for uh, free. For free, and it's a real thing that has longevity. You know. Yeah. Um, and then, so of course, that leads us into Fallout Four later that year, which yep. was also a neat thing for them to do at that E3 because. It was E3, and then it was like five months later, here's yeah. the game. So it was a, a very quick turnaround from announcement to delivery. And well, then, and, and take sh- take shelter to hold you over. Right, right. which it didn't for, I, I mean, I must have played it for a couple months, and then I was like, all right, give me give me four. Give right. me four. Right. What would you think of four? 
Four, four was a great game. Uh, was it the best Fallout game? No. As I've said previously, Fallout New Vegas was the best Fallout game. Uh, they improved everything in 4 uh, as far as the gameplay. Obviously, the, the graphics, um, you know, you, you aiming down sights was, was much better. Uh, the the heads-up display was a lot cleaner, a lot neater. Um, everything about that game they improved on, with the exception of choice. They made it less of an RPG. They took the skills away. They took a lot of your options away. And a lot of that, I think, had to do with the voiced protagonist, which was nice having a voiced protagonist. It was nice to have that. Uh, I, I love game, the more and more games are doing that. Um, it, it immerses you more in the experience, but at the same time doing that limited the ability they had to do that and to come back later with DLC and stuff like that uh, that could kind of branch out like those other Fallout games did. What was your What was your two cents on Fallout 4? I mean... No, I well, I mean, you think to me, it's great. You're a Fallout Four boy, boi. Uh, well, no, I I think Fallout Four uh, was the best the best foot forward because it did have the better graphics. They built the shelter building or or the town building. I thought that was really cool. They really took that up a whole. They really focused on that, obviously, for sure. the game. I mean, because I've I've sat there and just did that for a whole sit-down sessions and be playing the game i'm like holy and you shit. and you don't get into minecraft no i don't no, understand no that. i don't know either but anyways uh there was that uh the game itself was good i did i, I do hear you on uh like the story part of it because there was there was multiple times where i'm playing it and i'm like i don't care as much you know no. and and maybe i'm saying it wrong but i just didn't care as much i was like yeah you know there wasn't who cares if i find sean well, right, it just wasn't, it seemed a little flat to where it wasn't as immersive. It wasn't as much like, I give a shit about this, or I really want to go do these things. I just didn't get it as much. Um, but there was so much to do that I think for me as a player, I was like, well, screw it. I'll just go over here and go do this for a while. That's fun. I'll go do this. So I think there was enough for me to say that that was their best foot forward um, to this point. And most of it's just because... There's so much more to that game as far as features go, right? I mean, like, there there was a lot more. It's a bigger map. It's got better graphics. It's got more gun stuff. You can do the armory stuff now. You can do better gunsmithing. You can do, like, way more. Um, so it's a little bit more involved in the mechanics of the game. Like, you can literally uh, do these things as side things. And, you shit, if you wanted to, you could just screw around with that endlessly, really, if you wanted um, so, uh, yeah, I, I, I give it, I, I give it the best to this moment. Um, and then of course, 2018, we've got fallout 76. Uh, we're not going to go into obviously a lot of details into that. We don't know. We, I mean, we haven't, we've seen gameplay, uh, at the time of this recording, we've, we've, there's the three hours of gameplay up. Uh, we've talked about it i think in past episodes about you know what we're looking forward to in that game but it's going to be fun to it's going to be fun to get in and enjoy the wasteland with you my brother it's going to yeah, be fun to get in there that, that's going to be that's going to be probably the best part um 
I did watch some of the gameplay stuff. I mean, the graphics look great. Mm-hmm. Um, the functionality looked like it was there because that was my big concern: is how do you function in this environment? How do you how do you do this? That's what I that's what I wonder every time we sit down to record. How do I function in this environment? How do I do this? <laughs> well, you know what I mean though, because it's all it's all P two P. It's all player to player now. You don't got NPCs, and that that's a big concern of mine. Um, it still is. This is pre-76 drop so uh watching some of it i'm like okay so i get it i get it so you're just going to kind of do your quest i know there's hollow tapes um so you're just going to kind of do your thing there's going to be people doing their thing as well in your world so we'll see i mean without actually playing it you know i don't know but like i said uh, it looked good. I hope the story, that's that's the part where it's like a little in the air for me because there's no NPCs or none of that shit. So it's like, I hope they got a hell of a story. Well, I, you know, allow me to uh, to reassure you. Uh, your fear, would, would you like to hold my hand while no, we talk about this? We don't hold hands. Would you just just bring that big old even meat if, slab over here and even plop if I it was, in this? Even if I was holding your hand, they would never know. My palms are sweaty, mom. You know, I'm just going to say that you are. No, you're And then... And okay, get thanks, on with it. Hey, get thanks for holding it. my hand finally. So here we are, holding hands. Uh, well, I forgot what I was going to say after all that. No, to reassure you a little bit, though, and this Why is, did you say no, man? I was not arguing with you. Because <clears throat> you weren't holding my hand. <laughs> So, to reassure you a little bit, uh, maybe I meant to say so. Anyway, I am going into this not expecting a standard Fallout experience, right? I am not, if there is no story, I am A-okay with that. This is the Fallout where I don't care if there's there's a wasteland, there's components you can collect, there's, uh, you know, little little rinky-dink missions that you can do, and you can play with your friends. And that's that's what I'm looking forward to in this Fallout, is just that multiplayer component. And just being able to get into and have a Fallout experience with pals. Yes, it's nice if we've got common objectives and goals and things like that, but primarily that is my biggest source of excitement. Now, if they can do this really well, and then later, Fallout 6 or Fallout uh, uh, New Orleans or, or, or Fallout Miami. Well, they, there's a mod, Fallout Miami, coming out. But uh, if one of those can incorporate both elements where they attach NPCs to it in a great story and also have a good multiplayer component that will work well with the system, I'm all for it. Give it to me. But for now, I'm excited about this multiplayer piece. Did that calm your fears and, and anxieties no, a little not bit? Really. Not at all. No, no, because I mean, I, I, I'm with you in the sense that, you know, obviously, uh, as they've talked about, this is a different fallout. This isn't your standard. And I think, it, correct me if I'm wrong, didn't they say that they're working on a uh, single player fallout, right? I've oh, been, yeah, of course. I mean, it's one of their big IPs. They're not going to. Well, right. But didn't I, I could have swore Todd Howard said that, didn't he? I don't know. I'm not his goddamn secretary. I, I thought he did. I thought that they said, this is 76. This is the player-to-player uh, player we are working on. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, but we'll see. I mean, to me, from what I saw in the gameplay, it looked kind of cool. It looked like you can go do your solo stuff um, and run around and do it, and then some people show up. You're going to get that jerk that wants to 
wants to kill you or whatever. But you can still go back and kind of do your own thing. Um, obviously, when when you're with buddies and you can go on those those missions, that will be epic. Yeah, uh, especially if you can get two, you know, you and your buddy um, experiencing something new. Right. right to where your buddy's like, oh, I already did this mission, but I'll go with you. It's not as fun to where if you're going to do whatever, I think that that is a great, uh, a great segue into something together. Right, yeah. that that experience is okay. I did it solo. Now, hey man, oh, we haven't done this together. That's a great segue into this new experience. Well, and I hope there's I hope there's missions and objectives that are. A little more difficult that you probably wouldn't be able to do with yourself without, you know, Some recruiting help. recruiting a pal into it. Um, it. I think it's it's safe to say we're both big fans of this franchise, and you know, Bethesda probably has our money for the next few games they mm-hmm. put out. They they put out a decent enough quality, even though you know maybe I wasn't as big a fan of Fallout Four as I could have been. I still love the game. Mm-hmm. It was still a good game. So, uh, but. Uh, we are getting close to the end of the episode, and before we close out today's episode, uh, again, Anthony, you've got some gadget that you've brought us uh, that you are, are going to, to tell us about, tell me about, and if it's anything like past gadgets, you're going to try and sell it to me. So what <laughs> what, what have you got? Think, I think it goes hand in hand. You are the Culture Jack salesman. I, I know. And I am your only poor customer. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Um, so today's product, uh, or or gadget product. Today's you product, are a salesman. I, I, know, I was going to start selling. <clears throat> Shamwow. Uh, I know. Uh, today's item. I, I'm, I'm legitimately. Uh, I'm legitimately excited to talk about simply because I've followed this for a while. Um, I. Well, I'll dive into it real quick. It's the Red Hydrogen One, which is a. Uh, Whoa. It's the red phone. So if you don't know, Red is it's, a is a uh, camera company. It's not red though. No, that's just the name of the company. There's a red, red dot on it. Um, but Red's a camera company that deals. It's a high end camera company to where you're talking fifty, hundred thousand dollar camera bodies. They shoot in four K, eight K. They've shot uh, those cameras 8K? alone. Eight K. Yep. Yep. I heard the human eye can't comprehend 4K. That is why, correct. Why would you do 8K? Oh, uh, there's multiple reasons. So 8K, if you shoot an 8K resolution, the thing about 8K is you can crop down. So just think of it. So 8K is 10 times 1080p. So if I shoot an 8K thing and I want to zoom in on something, I can crop it down eightfold, and it'll come at 1080p resolution. I also can downscale it. Wait. And adjust all, Isn't 10, all color bands. Wouldn't that be about eight times ten eighty? Yeah, that's what I said. I thought you said ten times, or maybe I did. Roll the tape, Jonathan. Eight, eight, eight times. Um, you know, there's their six K right there. There's their six K camera, which is about fifty thousand dollars without lenses. Fifty thousand without lens without lenses. But that's not what we're talking about. What we're talking about, uh, and that camera was used for Guardians of the Galaxy two, The Martian. Better Call Saul, Transformers, Mr. Robot. This company is making a cell phone. Uh, it said it's twelve hundred dollars. Is that what the title uh, said? Go through here. It's between thirteen and fifteen hundred dollars. Um, it runs Android. Obviously, if you buy it direct, it's carrier unlocked, five point seven inch screen with nanotechnology that seamlessly switch between two D, three D, and four view holographic display modes. 
um, front and back cameras, modular attachments including up ca upgraded camera module, uh, charges with USB Type-C, which is the best charging source there is right now, uh, micro SD card slot for expanded storage, headphone jack, can serve as a touchscreen monitor for REDs and other cameras. Does it charge with other USBs? No, US, just USB Type-C at this time. Oh, really? Um, the uh, other cool thing that's with it is that they're talking that the camera, and it's I, I was reading through this and it was unconfirmed, but what they're what they believe is because some guy dug deep into this. Uh, this article's off CNET um, and said they have patents for removable lenses, so you can actually change the lenses on your cell phone um, to get better imaging. Obviously, the point of this is to create. A very high-end camera. J.J. Abrams actually got to see this camera. J.J. Uh, Abrams and a couple other guys have, have got to look at this. You know, ground-baking, barrier-smashing, uh, bar-raising, and badass. Wait, so the um, the how how much is the most the most recent uh, iPhone cost? A thousand bucks. So it's not, I mean, I guess that much more if you're into photography, really. But Or videography. Yeah. So essentially what this is doing is this is, uh, and I've had this conversation with other people too, this is where your cell phone starts challenging even more so than it already does these high-end cameras, these high-end, uh, uh, well, not high-end, not, not high-end, excuse me, uh, where they start challenging these more expensive cameras. It's making those little point-and-shoots irrelevant, you know, because this thing can kill a point-and-shoot that you go buy for 500 bucks, And it's your cell phone. Um, and it goes, it goes on for quite a while as far as uh, some of the other stuff. Sure enough, the Reds founder... Uh, low profile lens designed is small enough and strong enough to attach interchangeable lens, including existing Canon, Nikon, and Sony glass to your phone's chassis. Um, That's a, I mean, it's a really nice camera slash phone. So would you say that this is more camera than it is phone? No. Well, what I think, you know, red, red is a very highly respected, uh, video company i mean they're they're top tier they're recognized for their hardware they're recognized for everything i mean they really are they're not a they're not a, a bullshit thing so i think that this product is going to be a solid product i think the phone part even apple look at what apple's evolved to to where now like the phone itself the functions of the phone it's so dialed in that who gives a shit anymore because it's like oh yeah you know it's either apple or or the other guy because the functions and the apps and all that shit work flawlessly. I just wish my battery would last longer. Yeah, battery life's always always kind of a questionable thing. I guess the new iPhone has it. Um, but this has a lot of display options. This thing is, in my mind, is more or less kind of like a, a Ferrari phone to where it's like, dude, it's got the best displays out there uh, for whatever the hell you want to use it for. And... Um, it's got one of the best cameras, which may or may not, it, it, it doesn't say it on there, um, whether those lenses are interchangeable, which means if you're a creator of any kind, um, you become very versatile because then you're matching footage to something probably close to a $1,000 camera. 
Hmm. And you still have the you it's just your phone. That's a pretty pretty neat uh, camera phone. I don't think I would ever purchase a phone for fifteen hundred dollars. What if it was on a deal? For less than three hundred dollars? I don't know. I mean, how much did I pay for my iPhone six? It was probably two generations old at that time. I, I don't know. You're asking the wrong guy. You sold it to me. No, I didn't. I know you didn't. That was dishonest. <laughs> yeah, you made me think there. <laughs> did, did I do it? Did I sell my cell phone? You didn't take any of your sold... pictures off. Thank you. I oh, know because I have. And that has a forty-five hundred. So here's a couple other thing, including stackable modular batteries, which is that's pretty. That's kind of cool. Uh, dual SIM slots, a huge 4,500 milliamp battery, which is huge, because I believe, and I may be wrong, the standard iPhone's about a 3,300 milliamp. Well, if you're taking these these powerful pictures, you're going to need a more yeah. powerful battery to support it. Um, something, you know, it's running 25 by 1440 resolution. I think it's freaking badass. It is. Well, I mean, is this something you're interested in getting? Like, you're legitimately thinking about, going, My- man, I'd buy it. Because you're a photographer, you do that stuff. Yeah, I mean, I, I what, what I, what I would say that is this, right? Um, I haven't been on the Android operating system in a, in a little while. I was a big Samsung guy for some time. I would like to see this come out. Uh, you know, Marcus Brown. Oh yeah, me and him go way back. Well, you know, you know who he is, though. No, I have no idea who's Marcus Brown. Or Marcus Brownlee. Oh, oh, Marcus Brownlee. Why didn't you say so? I have no idea who any of these people MKHD, are. PhD, you know, he does unboxing shit. Like he's a really big YouTuber. Anyways, he he's had it. What I would like to see is the production model, and I'd like to see people's reviews because the first gen, I'd be a little skeptical, but if it's functional, they go to second gen. I may be a buyer on it at second. No, gen. you may switch over from the old well, Apple overlords. Well, right. I mean, because I, I'm starting to feel. Like Apple, and i actually not starting to feel, I felt like Apple, you know, I've got the iPhone X. I love the phone, the functions and all that stuff. Beautiful, crisp photos, great video, so forth, so on, right? Um, but this whole drop in a phone every freaking year is kind of getting ridiculous. And, like, even with going to the iPhone X, I was like, okay, the reason I was going to it was, uh, A, my contract was up, uh, B, they had 256 gigs because I was taking a shitload of photos and videos, and I had the 128, and I was like, hey, you know what? Contract's up. Let me get 256, blah, 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 better cameras, so forth and so on, so it makes sense. You know, for something like this, which I want to watch stacked against an Apple, and I want to see what it does, and if, you know, it, it kicks it in the nuts, and then all the attachments and stuff come out, you know what? Finally, they've got Why some not? hardcore competition. Yeah. So... Well, that's a pretty, pretty damn nice camera phone. Um, it's a little pricey for my blood right now. Uh, but thanks for sticking with us through that episode. I know we were kind of all over the place. Uh, but that's it. Throw your headphones to the floor. Check us out on Twitter, at CultureJack. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. And make sure you tune in next week. Culture Jacked. Tech, games, movies, and more.